Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to a show that's for you, those that work so hard for your money. And now you're ready for your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but you want it right now to live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about getting you rich and financially free. It's about creating a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you now have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. And that is a ripple effect I want you to create. And that's the ripple effect I'm here to create in your life as well. Thank you for tuning in, for binging on these episodes, sharing it with other people as well. You guys are seriously the best people ever, as I love to so affectionately say, you guys are truly ripplers in my life and the lives of those around you. So thank you so much. Hey guys, if you haven't done this already, remember our YouTube channel is now combined. We've now put all of our podcasts onto the Money Ripples channel on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed to that, please go and do that today. And heck, if you think the show is awesome, give us a great review. If you think it sucks, then don't say anything. Just go on and find some other show to go poo-poo all over, okay? But uh, yeah, please give us a great review. Thanks. Are you an alternative investor who's super heavy in real estate? Maybe you have Airbnbs and single and multifamily properties, and you're looking for another cash flowing asset that would produce tax advantage and build equity. Well, my name is Kim Daly, and I'm a franchise consultant. I've created a free 30-minute webinar on creating wealth through franchise ownership. If you are looking for the opportunity to leverage your talents, your money, your skill, and build equity and tax advantage, a franchise could be the next opportunity for you. Register for my free webinar at thedailycoach.com. That's the D-A-L-Y coach.com. All right, guys. So I've got a special guest here today that I'm really excited. This is a group that actually we're even having involved in our Wealth Accelerator Academy, even with our VIP clients. This is a group that has kind of been an answer to our prayers in some way, shape or form, right? Because how many of you, as you're starting to look at this path, whether you're on a path of financial freedom, you're looking to investing. And of course, with investing, more investments means there's more accounting. You got to be worried about setting up corporate structures to protect yourself so you can protect the wealth that you're building. Otherwise, it's taken away all at once. If you have a business, how do you help build that? How do you actually, in fact, have the right structure for that to protect you there? How do you even make sure you can have the right tax benefits? Make sure you're taking advantage of all the tax write-offs possible with your business. And if you need funding, how do you get that? Guess what? That's all in one freaking place, guys. That's why I brought Tommy Thornburg here with us today with Prime Corporate Services. Man, they offer it all. And this is kind of a cool partnership that we've aligned with them on and definitely excited to talk to Tommy about Really some of the things you guys should be looking out for, especially not even if you're just a business owner, but if you're someone that needs additional streams of income, whether it's passively or actively where you need a side hustle, this is the show that you need to be listening to. So Tommy, welcome to our show today. Thank you. I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you for having me. I love your comment around the 
anti-financial planner, I actually oftentimes say, no one cares about your money more than you do. There's people that'll tell you they do, but that usually is not the case. So thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely like to be against the grain. And I know that's how we align as well, because we're definitely not all about the uh, status quo and doing the same old, same old that keeps people trapped and in bondage, right? So, well, Tommy, I know you're president of Prime Corporate Services, but give us more of your background. Tell us more about you. Sure. Yeah, I would love to. So it goes all the way back to childhood, really. My mom was a real estate agent and my dad owned a real estate brokerage. And little did I know how impactful that was to me until later in life. But I joke that I think the only thing they really had in common was they wanted my sister and I to be self-employed. So for that, I am forever grateful. When I was 18 years old, my first self-employed gig, I moved from Salt Lake City to Raleigh, North Carolina, and I knocked door to door selling pest control. Super sexy start, right? That's kind of a um, Utah college thing to do, isn't it? It's like, if you want to make some quick money to pay for college, well, or not pay for college at all, right? But that's the thing. is like, go to sell pest control. 100%. Yeah. Alarms, pest control, door to door, anything really. Mm -hmm. But I was there for about four months and it was one of the greatest things I ever did, really. I made about $40,000 in three, four months. And wow. at 18, I thought I was smartest human in the world. Until tax time rolled around and Uncle Sam wanted $10,000. That money was already gone. So we started Prime Corporate Services. We've been in business for 11 years. And when we first started Prime Corporate, we did it with the goal in mind of helping startup entrepreneurs. I truly believe that everyone in the U.S. should be self-employed to some extent, whether it is a side hustle, a side business, full-time self-employment, because there's so many benefits from a tax standpoint. But a lot of what we've done here at Prime is trying to help startup entrepreneurs or business owners get information that is beneficial from both a legal and a financial standpoint and how to save money in taxes. It's one of the largest expenses you have as an entrepreneur. And one of our main mottos here is it's not about how much money you make. It's all about how much you're able to keep in your corner and give yourself the ability to reinvest. So. Here we are 11 years later, and we've helped over 150,000 businesses structure themselves as a business. So it's been a fun ride. It's funny. I've never asked you guys about that kind of that little slogan that you have there, because the one thing I've said on this show, as well as like in our coaching programs all the time, they say it's not about how much you make, it's how much you keep and then make on top of it, right? That makes all the difference. And it's true. That's exactly it. Like it's I mean, everybody talks about trying to keep it, but sometimes they go into that scarcity, conservation, ultra saver, really scarcity driven saver mode, right? But you're talking about like, how do we not just save, but have more of our capital so then we can redeploy it, whether it be in a business or in investments, whatever it might be, so that we can then generate more and more income as time keeps progressing. Yeah, I love that. I say this often. If I came on this podcast and said, listen, anyone that watches this on YouTube or anyone that listens to this, I'm going to give you $10,000. I would very quickly become the most popular podcast guest that you've had, right? But right. for whatever reason, and I apologize, I'm not going to do that. But if I said, here's a way to save $10,000 in taxes, for whatever reason, it isn't as exciting. But if you can really create the compound effect of making the additional revenues while understanding how to play the game of taxes and save, that additional money from a tax saving standpoint, that's how you really start to compound wealth and create additional opportunities 
for passive income long-term. So been passionate about it. And it's been a really fun thing to continue to enjoy. And I've got an awesome team surrounding me that makes it happen day to day. Now let's talk about taxes a little bit deeper on this, because I know in my experience, even if we have somebody smart business owner and they have a great accountant, somehow we always seem to find another 5,000 plus a year to save. What's been your experience with your company? Because I know you guys have multiple, like tons of CPAs that you guys work with. What have you seen in your experience? Thank you for asking this. Last year, the average client, we saved about $9,000 a year. So obviously that range is tremendous. But here's what I'll tell people. From a tax standpoint, if you can break the year up into calendar quarters, January, February, March, quarter one, so on and so forth, for profitable businesses, the fourth quarter of the year should feel like a business shopping spree in a lot of ways. (laughs) Because the way the tax code is set up is kind of use it or lose it. Right. If I was to say to you, Chris, you're going to great job this year. You're going to pay X amount of dollars in taxes. If I tell you that in January, February, March or September, October, if you file an extension, it's too late. Yeah. Right. But if we have that conversation, October, November, December, and you can go purchase another investment property, cameras, lighting, marketing, whatever the needs are for your business to grow and scale into the following year. I think that's a great way to not only understand your true profit and loss, but also give yourself the ability to scale for years moving forward. So two pieces of advice, have a way to track your expenses, Excel spreadsheet, QuickBooks, one designated credit card, hiring a bookkeeper, track those expenses and hire a professional to give you a second look, have some strategy throughout the course of the year. It's too late once you get to January. It's so true. That's one thing I've noticed is that most people, when they have accountants, it's usually somebody who's really just a number cruncher. They crunch your numbers after the fact, after the year's already over, and then tell you what the tax bill is versus being proactive, telling you, here's what you can actually do. Here's how you can strategize during the year while you're still in it so that you can make adjustments. Because the worst time to talk to your accountant is December 30th, right? After Christmas time, which most of the time they don't even want to work anyway. So it's probably more like December 15th. And even then you're probably too late. And so if you do this sooner than later, I think that's a very important thing. And that's where we are. We're at the end last quarter of the year. Many people, this is kind of the use it or lose it. Like you said, it's an opportunity cost that may never come back again. I completely agree. One of the things that I think a lot of the reason I found so much joy in doing what I do here at Prime Corporate is I have the opportunity of being an investor, being an entrepreneur, but I get the resources of, I am not a CPA or an attorney. However, I have a full team of attorneys that help with all the entity structuring and do all the estate planning. I have the full team of accountants and bookkeepers and all that as well. So one thing that I've noticed, and a lot of you listeners have probably experienced this, you ask 10 attorneys the same question, you oftentimes get 15 different variations of an answer. You take that same question to 10 different accountants, Now you have 20 or 30 different opinions that you have to try and deal with, right? Mm -hmm. So oftentimes they're somewhere in the middle that really makes a lot of sense for the investor. The attorney should be protecting your assets. The accountant just oftentimes wants to file the taxes. Mm -hmm. So we're somewhere in the middle where you feel comfortable on what your risk tolerance is and making sure that you're making decisions that are beneficial to you as a business owner while saving money in taxes everyone's different. Some people are super conservative. Other people are higher risk takers. And that's going to change that answer. And that's okay. But knowing the pros and cons are one of the most important aspects for any entrepreneur, I would say. 
I agree. That's the trickiest part is getting those two areas of accounting and legal to work together because they all have their opinions. Accountants always want to save tax, even if it means that you really don't save tax sometimes. And then <laughs> same thing on the, on the flip side, you have attorneys that want to protect you, which is good. You want to be protected, but they may not always address the tax side. And maybe they might know each other a little bit of what they do, but sometimes it doesn't always mesh. You know, I'll give you an example. I remember there was a guy, it was a dentist. I was talking to his daughter who worked in his office. And she said, yeah, that his accountant said that he doesn't need a corporation yet. Now, this dentist was bringing home, this isn't the total collections. I would imagine his collections are probably well into the seven figures. He was bringing home 300000 a year of income personally. He was told not to have any corporation because he wasn't making enough money. And I called bull on that. I said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. One, that's a legal potential nightmare because if he gets sued in his practice, yeah, you might have malpractice, but anything spills over, it goes to him personally. It could bankrupt the entire family. That in and of itself is a bad enough risk. But two, I said, if this guy, even say that the 300,000, 200,000, he takes his owner draws versus just taking his self-employed wages right there for social security tax, he'll save himself $30,000 a year, at least. I mean, yeah, with income taxes, it'll even be more than that. It'll be closer to 40 or 50,000 plus a year, especially with different deductions. I'm sure he's not being taught. And so this guy is for decades been listening to this crappy accountant telling him to just keep doing it because, hey, I know better. You don't even need a corporation yet. You're too small. I've noticed people, if you're making a few thousand dollars a year, you probably should have some sort of corporation at least. One thing that I'll add to that is there is no tax code that says you have to be good at business. No one would be in business. It's hard. Everyone's got problems and struggles. But there is a tax code that says if you show the intent to generate income, intent is the key word there, then you have the ability to take business-related deductions. So after years and hundreds of attorneys and hundreds of hours of YouTube and everything research-wise, what I've done is I've kind of broken it up into what I think everyone should take into consideration when setting up a business entity. As soon as you have the intent, legitimize yourself by showing that intent with a business entity. Even if you haven't made money, I think that it's valuable. But the three things that I have found are most important to take into that consideration. Number one, privacy and protection. How much privacy do you want? Do you want your name listed? Do you want your address listed? How much protection do you need? And that's going to change as you build more wealth. So that's number one. Number two, tax benefits, profit or loss. Good or bad, profit or loss, how do you put yourself in a better position when you're investing into yourself? your future business, or your current business. I've made bad investments, but a lot of times I've done it calculated to where it's saving me enough in taxes that it's not the end of the world, right? Only you will understand that profit loss for your business. Number three is credibility. Show yourself as a legitimate business, not only to clientele, but I think for your own psychology, there's a lot of benefit. And also show banks and lenders that you're a legitimate business so that you can build up additional credit lines on your business. I've never met an entrepreneur that says, I wish I had less money, right? (laughs) So having additional funding options in the form of business credit as opposed to personal credit is also Mm -hmm. a tremendous value. Yeah, I know you guys do all three. You know, one thing I'll address on the corporate entity side, you're saying there is you're trying to become a legitimate business. I've learned from my own personal experience not to do it myself because I know I can go on the state website and try to file an LLC or something like that. but Almost every time it's bit me in the butt, you know, not by not having an attorney put their eyes on it and make sure that they even set it up the right way. Uh, I'll give you an example. My wife and I were buying an investment property and 
was in a particular state where we didn't know at the time. Now, my wife was just excited. She's like, I want to get this name. I just want to get it done, right? She didn't want to wait for an attorney. So she just went and did it on her own. So it's based in Utah. Our uh, property was based in Tennessee. The problem is that Tennessee has their own laws that if you're not domiciled in that state, the renters don't have to pay you. And so we had to go through and spend all this extra money and time creating this domiciled residence there and everything else just to try to, if we don't have a Tennessee corporation, have a Tennessee type of uh, residence, so to speak, right? Or a presence there. Pain in the butt, not to mention you have to go through a third mail courier and everything else. It's just ridiculous, you know? And had we just done it right the first time, which is when we talked to the attorney afterwards, he said, oh, no, you wouldn't want to do that. You want to set up in Tennessee. Done. And I know with your guys' group, you guys charge a lot less than a lot of the attorneys I've hired, where you might charge a matter of a few hundred bucks or so to be able to set up a corporation like that. A lot of the reason that we've done that is just because we know the value in having a business entity. Not only are we able to offer registered agents where you don't have to use your own address or already own the address that you were purchasing, but it gives you a little bit of that privacy. So the registered Mm -hmm. agent, the entity structuring, the tax filing, being able to do that in all 50 states is very valuable. We work with a lot of real estate investors that purchase properties in multiple states. And Mm -hmm. there's endless stories. I could tell you a personal story of I've purchased some property in Missouri and getting a loan and getting it in my business is completely different than it's been for the properties that I've owned here in Utah. So there's always differences. There's always changes and it's constantly evolving. So knowing what you're getting into and taking those three things that I recommended earlier into account, I don't think you can go wrong. I have some clients that will do a different LLC for every property. I have other clients that will put multiple properties in one LLC. Mm -hmm. Their risk tolerance is higher, right? We have a lot of clients that have one business and that's their baby. I have a lot of clients that have multiple businesses and they truly need to understand the profit and loss for each one of them. But If you don't have profit and losses, if you don't have separation, I joke that you have a hobby, not a business. And I'm sure everyone has enough hobbies that cost them money. Why not legitimize yourself as a business to where you can reap the rewards of what businesses truly have to offer? Totally agree. So I know the third thing in your trifecta, we got, of course, tax savings, which is always sexy, corporate structures, which isn't as sexy, but we all need it. But the third thing is business funding. You mentioned that as well in this trifecta here. How important is that? I mean, okay, I get it. The stats say that most businesses fail in the first few years, and a lot of it's because they run out of capital, right? But tell me more about the importance of what you've seen in your experience and with your clients, you know, getting this business funding and credit and that sort of thing. Yeah. So just to paint the picture here and give everyone a really good visual. So everyone has a legal name, a social security number, or an ITIN, and a personal FICO credit score right? That personal FICO credit score, number one, don't miss a payment or it's going to hurt your credit. Number two, how long have you had these open lines of credit? So on the business side, we try and help people do the same thing. Let's get that legitimate business name, EIN or employer identification number, but you can build and develop a separate credit profile for your business that allows you the ability to get business credit or eventually over time business loans. Having more funding options is a major benefit. I heard someone say once, the opportunity of a lifetime only crosses your desk twice a year. So make sure you're ready for it. And a lot of that is just due to financial restraints. So we had a client about seven years ago and he came to us and was very limited financially, built up business credit over a three to six month period of time, purchased a really cool, you know, those cool Mercedes Sprinter vans. Mm-hmm. 
purchased one of those and then with business credit, remodeled it into a camper van. Beautiful wood slats, nice design. It was really good looking. Ended up selling it for a $20,000 profit, paid the debts back, did it again, did it again, did it again. Long story short, ended up on Shark Tank. Has a multi, multi-million dollar business off of a great idea and awesome work ethic and some business credit. So who knows what it's going to be used for? I've been building my business credit for about eight years and purchased seven and a half acres and two mobile homes in Missouri a couple months ago. If you told me I was going to do that, I would have called you crazy eight years ago, but it's not about where you are right now. It's where you're going to be in one year, three year, five year, 10 years. So business credit is not a necessity. I would say it's a want and a future benefit for a lot of business owners that we work with. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, having been in business for over 20 years myself, I'll attest to that, where the one thing you don't want to have to commingle as much is your personal credit score, getting it all tied up in everything. Because many people think it's just your FICO score, right? But it's not. It's banks are actually, they look at the FICO score and that's kind of cool. But for the most part, they're looking to see what's your debt to income ratios. If you have all this business debt showing up on your personal side as well, and of course, you're trying to minimize your taxes by showing less income, guess what? It's going to make it look like you're over leveraged. The banks are going to tell you no. They're going to say, no, 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 you've got too much debt compared to your income. It won't work. But if you've got that business credit that's built up all based on your business numbers, gross revenue, gross profits, things like that, and you've got your personal credit. Now, if your personal credit is unencumbered, you got really the ability to be able to finance things in two places at once, getting the really the best terms. And that's what you want. I bet anyone listening to this right now that's been self-employed for several years, that just struck home because that's the catch-22 of being self-employed, right? You have more deductions, you show less income and qualify for less. You have less deductions, you pay more in taxes. So a lot of that comes down to planning. What's your future look like? What are you going to do over the next several years? And how can you plan accordingly to build additional revenue streams while separating the liability? Personal is personal, business is business. And the more you can separate those liabilities, the easier it is to not deal with exactly what you just mentioned. Exactly. And I know we'll put your link in the show notes because the nice thing is you guys do it all in one house, which is one of the things I love. Rather than trying to hodgepodge, try to put together your your accountant and your attorneys over here. And you've got maybe a business credit specialist over here. You guys, all of that in-house, don't you? Yeah. So it's really four primary services that we offer. Entity structure, LLCs, corporations, registered agents, a business credit development service, tax planning, tax preparation. And we also do estate planning as well. Trust, wills, Mm -hmm. living wills, power of attorneys there. So one of the offerings I know that we talked about was a consultation where a free consultation to kind of walk through either what you already have or what you feel like you need. But the more you can put that blueprint together on where you're going and know where you are right now, it makes it a whole lot easier to get there. That's for sure. Absolutely. And believe it or not, if you don't have a state plan in place, pretty much the government does. (laughs) (laughs) And it sucks. You don't want it's expensive. You probably won't get your people won't your family, your heirs won't get access to money for a while. It's a horrible place to be. And to get something set up for a very reasonable cost, I know that you guys offer as well. That's tremendous. And again, that's the thing, guys, that we talk about on the show a lot about the offense, right? How do we create more wealth? How do we create more income, especially passive income? But you can't have a good offense without a good defense. I think it was Bear Bryant that said that offense sells tickets, but defense wins championships, right? And that's exactly what we're talking about here today. So, uh, Tommy, again, I appreciate your time here today. It was very generous. 
Of course. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. I'm happy to go into greater detail or anything else, but take advantage of the consultation for the listeners. And hopefully this was valuable to everyone. You have some takeaways that will benefit your business for years to come. So thank you, Chris, for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And everybody, like I said, in the show notes there, we got the link for you just to be able to click on it, you know, book a call there. And yes, they'll often send me thank yous. They'll take me out to McDonald's or something like that for the referral. But I'm telling you that this is something that we've been telling our clients to start looking at as well as an option, because again, have it under one roof, be able to address all these things, estate planning, entity structure, accounting, and even business funding. I know that fits just about every one of you listening today. And especially if you want to make sure that you have those things in place and done well and done right, I think it's very important to do so. So definitely check that out. Look at booking your appointment today. Everybody, again, you can be a hearer of the word while listening to the show, but it's those that are the doer of the words. Those are the ones that get the results. Those are the ones that end up creating the freedom that we always talk about on the show is be able to be in a place where you work because you want to, not because you have to. So guys, go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week. Take action today and we'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.